Hallelujah. Amen. Are you ready to start flying? Oh, are you ready? Please arrange yourself well in your seats. Get your notebook ready. Get your Bible ready. Get your pen. We are about to be blessed. Hallelujah. We are about to be shown what to do and how to do it. Our lives are about to be impacted by one of God's most anointed servants that I have known for so many years. Hallelujah. Amen. When Jesus came in Luke chapter 4 verse 18, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, are you with me? Are you sure you are with me? And the scripture says in verse 21, and he began to say unto them, this day, this scripture, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Hallelujah. And you are about to witness the ministration of an unusual anointing, that, an anointing that, turn, that will turn your life around, an anointing that will break every chain that is holding you, an anointing that will bring recovery of sight, that you will be able to see what God wants you to see. Put your hands together. Let us welcome our Bishop just looking at your faces to see those who have put on weight in just two weeks. Ask your neighbor that, is it not just two weeks spare that you went home? Ask your neighbor, why are your cheeks like that? It's like, hey. Ask your neighbor, was it just eating and sleeping or? talking to each other I'm coming hallelujah it's a blessing to be here it's a blessing to be able to come in the presence of God. Amen. Never take it for granted. Yeah, never take it for granted. You'll be surprised at what it's doing in you. People who cut camps, often they run out of steam on the way. Yes, yes. The Christian work is many years. Please tell your neighbor how many years you have been a Christian for. How many years have you been a Christian? How many? The Christians that were some said five years. How many of you you have done ten years already? Let me see your hand. Just a few. 
Five years, five years, five years. Yeah. Tell me, but you have just started. You have just started. So you cannot afford to miss it. Amen. Lift up your two hands before the Lord. You want to give him some thanks this morning. You want to thank him that you are here. You want to thank him, some of you, somebody had to talk uh, to overcome your foolishness. But it has been overcome and you are here. Just thank him. Thank him. And say that, Lord, whatever purpose you had in bringing me here, let it be fulfilled. Whatever reason for which you brought me here, let it be fulfilled. Oh, we give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord, for gathering us, for bringing us to the side and talking to us. Bringing us to the side to strengthen us. Bringing us to the side to, to just help us and to encourage us on the rest of our way. Let your will be done in this place, Lord. Let your will be done. Let every voice of the devil be drowned out in the name of Jesus. And let your will be done. We give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. And the saints shall say, Amen. God bless you. Take your seats this morning. Hallelujah. Wow. Ah, are you people, what are you doing? Recording, live streaming, what are they doing? They are recording, okay. All right. Okay. We thank God for bringing us here. And, uh, I believe that the Lord is going to do more and more and more with us. Now, how many of you here are Basenta leaders? Let me see your hand up in the air. All right. Ah, but if you're putting your hand up, put it up well. Why should I struggle to see it? Okay. How many of you are not a Basenta leader, but you are just somebody who works? You're a worker. You just do something in the house. All right. Okay. Powerful. Okay. We thank the Lord. It's interesting. We are here this morning because we are going to be working for the Lord this semester. And some of us don't understand. You see, depending on your origin, where you came from, or how you became a Christian, you may have become a Christian because somebody told you that that's how to get things. <laughs> so you came expecting that you just be getting. Mm-hmm. And so what you know is that, oh, I see you receiving. All you know is me, Risa. Uh-huh. That's all you know. You just jump and you collect it. There are also some of you, you say that you are a Christian because you come from a house where everybody goes to church. If that makes you a Christian, then I'm going to put you in a garage and you see whether you become a car. <laughs> you need to have your own faith and your own belief to call yourself a Christian. Is that okay? So you have come and you have found yourself here and we are going to teach you the Bible. It's nothing that we will say that is not in the Bible. Are you okay? Yeah. There's nothing that's not in the Bible. And so this morning, I'm going to start by telling you that Christianity is warfare. It's a war. It's a war. I don't know why you are writing yet, because I've only made a statement. I say it's a war. That's all. <laughs> it is a war. It is a war. And if you do not recognize that it's a war, it will take you down. If you have an enemy, 
who is an enemy to you and you don't know and you go there to play and pay or you choose that place to go and play your football what, what, what will happen to you? you are, it is we are done for done for but that's how some of you live you live as if you don't know that Christianity is warfare yeah that's why you have come to relax you think that will come be ra- re- I will be relaxing when I finish relaxing when I finish relaxing then I go to heaven you are making a mistake you are what making a mistake 2nd Corinthians chapter 10 let's start from verse 3 verse 3 please for though we walk in the flesh we do not war after the flesh. So, in case you were thinking that, hey, this is my time to test out my cutlass. It's not a fleshy thing. <laughs> no. He says that we live in the flesh, but the war is not fought like how Ukraine and Russia are fighting. It's not that we are discussing. Number four, verse four. For the weapons of our warfare, you wouldn't have weapons if it was not a war. Hello? Where do we use weapons? Okay. Says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. That means it's not a fleshly weapon. And even though it is not fleshly, it's mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Verse 5. Casting down imaginations. The first war is what's going on in your head. Imaginations. It is an imagination. To think that you can come and play in the house of God and make it to heaven. It's an imagination. It is an imagination to think that you can be feasting on pornography and be alright. It's an imagination. It is an imagination to think that you can fornicate and it will have no effect on you. It's an imagination. It is an imagination to think that you are a believer and you can live a prayerless life and it will be okay. It's an imagination. It's in your head. Hey, the church is very quiet. Hey. Let us just begin from there. Yeah. It's an imagination to think that if you don't see Satan, he doesn't see you. <laughs> Have you ever seen a picture of an ostrich before? You know what an ostrich is? It has a very big body and a small head. And when an ostrich wants to hide and it thinks it's hiding, it will take the head and put the head in sand. And say that because it cannot see you. You too, you cannot see it. Meanwhile, look at how the body is big. That whole big body is outside and you can see it. And that's how many of you are. You have put your head in the sand. And you say, because you cannot see the devil, he cannot see you. It is a what? An imagination. You are imagining many foolish things. Hey? It is an imagination to think that you are a Christian and you can run away and go and play games in the devil's kingdom and come. And you'll be alright. How can you be okay? How can you be okay? Hey. Yeah. I'm only preaching. I, I told you that. Where, where have you sent my word? Somebody wants me to fly into a rage this morning. What's wrong with you? The what? The what? The laptop has crashed. Every day something is happening on this table. Oh. Every day something is happening on this table. Mm. 
Hmm? You are in the church, but every day I have to copy and paste all my scriptures on my and pursue that I will not depend on you. Then I'll be okay. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Joshua, you are hiding your face. I've seen you. I know that it's you. And we can see his body. <laughs> ah, let's continue. So it says, casting down imaginations. You should be careful about the things you are thinking about. Yeah, many people are not here because of their imaginations. You imagine. It is an imagination to think that what you do for a living is more important than God. And that's how most of us, most of you live. You live that, oh, when I don't have anything doing, then I'll give it to God. Who wants that? Which girl wants to marry a man who only when he has nothing to do? Ah, thank you. At all. Me too. At all. I don't like. Ah, I don't want. Which man? Only when his wife has nothing to do. Then she remembers, ah, I have a husband somewhere. So why do you think that God will like it? Why do you think God will like it? It's an imagination. And that is why the weapons that we have cast down imaginations. Because if you can think right, you will do right. That's why this morning I'm starting my war from here. I'm starting my war from here. Amen. When we bring you into the church and someone's talking to you and says, come and do the work of God, you know, don't worry about what they call it. Whether by center leader, whether center, it doesn't matter. The name actually doesn't really matter. But what are you doing? It's important. The person is actually helping you. Yeah. It's an imagination to think you can make it on your own. It's a real imagination. So it says casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. You will find out that when you walk around with foolish imaginations in your head, it proceeds to another place where you think you know better than God. Mm-hmm. That's why when God, he says, Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all else will be added. Then you say, seek last the kingdom of God. His righteousness does not matter and I will still prosper. That's the gospel according to you. It's an, it is a, a, a high thing. It's proud thinking for you to imagine that God who knows everything, he knows everything. You don't know anything. Do we know what will happen today at 4 p.m.? Just today, we have not discussed your life next year. Today, 4 p.m. Tell your neighbor what will happen. 4 p.m. 4 p.m. as we are here, tell your neighbor what will happen. So, so can you not see that it's even funny? Somebody who cannot tell, have even gone far. Tell your neighbor what will happen 12 o'clock today. 12, 12. 12 o'clock, just 12. It's about, what time is it right now? 8, so in 4 hours time. Tell your neighbor what will happen. Tell your neighbor what will happen in 4 hours. Who? Your neighbor says she'll be eating lunch. She has no guarantee even of that. <laughs> For all she knows, we have now even started another session altogether. Thank you. Yeah. For all she knows, she has begun a fast as we are standing here. For all she knows. 
for all she knows, she says she'll be eating lunch at 12. And I'm telling her that for all she knows, for all she knows, we're on a sparrow camp. That's where I've come from now till we leave on Wednesday morning. There's no eating. For all you know, for all you know, for all you know, are you there? For all you know, the person says she'll be eating lunch at all. You see, when, when we see how much we don't know, we begin to respect God. We don't respect God because we think we know. And he who knows the beginning from the end, before you arrived, he knew your purpose on this earth. Your exit date. You, you only know your birthday. He had your birthday plus your death day. He knows. Then you want to do a humaswa over him. Every, every high thing. <laughs> Have you not seen that? It doesn't make sense. Every high thing that exalts it, you see, and those things, those thoughts exalt themselves over the knowledge of God. Hello? And bringing into captivity. Who is out there? And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Are you seeing it? If we can bring our thoughts and let them line up with what Jesus is saying, we are witness. The whole war is in your head. And the whole war, who is, who is around you who speaks into that head? That's what is important. That's why those of you who every day, 24-7, you are watching things. You think in a certain way. You think in a certain way. <laughs> hey, the church is very quiet. Many of you think according to the type of films you've watched. It's true. It is true. I have watched, I have watched young ladies, uh, 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 what do you call it, acting the film they have watched in their marriage. <laughs> the thing you have been watching, you have come to come and act it. Yeah. Oh, believe me, because you believe me. Believe me. Believe me. I remember writing to him, I said, what you are describing is tantrums and hysterics that you learned from somewhere. Because according to the film, when the person has a tantrum, then he will not talk to his mother, he will not talk to his father. You try it here and see what will happen to you. <laughs> ah, hallelujah. Am I saying something to you this morning? I have to start from the warfare angle for you to see that we are in a battle for our lives. If you don't know that you are in a battle, you have been overtaken already. You are already vanquished. Maybe you have retired. We don't know. Yeah, so understand it and understand it well. Because when you understand that you are in a war, then you understand why we do the things that we do. Amen. Do you think the people who are in, at war in Ukraine, you think they have been sleeping easily? If you sleep at the wrong time, you may wake up on the other side of Rami. <laughs> As you are sleeping, Charlie, when you wake up, you are bombed out of life. You are somewhere. Hey. But we are at ease. And so I brought you here today to tell you that we are at war. 
I brought you here to tell you that we are in the king's palace because as children of God, we're in, the, we're in God's palace. And we're going to be talking about that. Amen. So this morning, I'm going to give you a few characteristics of war. Or a few, is it even a characteristic? A few things about war. Because if we can look at them and we can look at our Christian lives, it will, it will adjust us. Do you understand when I say adjust us? It will, it will help us to know how to behave. Paul said it so often that thou mightest know how thou oughtest to behave in the house of God. There's a way to behave when you're a believer and a way not to behave. Hallelujah. All right. Because many of you, when you look at the TV, the war, when you see it, it's only shooting guns. This one will die. A real war is more than that. You think they are just shooting guns? Hey, please push your neighbor and say, a real war is not just shooting guns. And so that is why you have come, you say you're coming to be a Bacenta leader. Then you got hold of a gun, a weapon. You say, if I pray, when I go to go and do my things, it will work. It's one, it's one piece of equipment. It's one bit of equipment. It will do something, but it's one bit. There are so many other things that are part. Then you wake up. You continue on like that. Hey, I'm a prayer warrior. Tower. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you are done, when you are done, then you go. And sometimes you get there, and what you had during your prayerless week last week was more than what you got after after the couple. Not because it is wrong to pray, but because a war consists of many things. Many things. Not only guns. I really wish you had the wisdom to follow this war that is being fought. The Ukraine-Russia war. It will tell you a lot of things. Hey. Like what? Some of you are saying, yeah. George, I think you followed it a little. What are some of the things you've learned from watching that thing? Give him a mic. Hallelujah. Yeah. Mommy, one of the things I've learned is that um, the, you, cannot, can never, you can never reduce the value of knowing where your enemy is. Because recently I read an article about how a boy and his father, the boy flies, he has a drone. So when the Russians attack, he flew his drone in the area and pinpointed their, the location of their tanks and sent them to the Rus- uh, Ukrainian army and they, they helped the, Rus- the Ukrainians to bomb them quickly. And it was like, you can have a huge machine sitting there, but if you're unable to pinpoint exactly where the enemy is, it's almost useless, no matter how big the gun is. Because if I want to bomb this building, I bomb next to it. I've not, I've not changed much. And as soon as I bomb, they know where I am now. Another thing I've learned is the, how important like, economics are to war. Because in during one of the things I read that during the Second World War, the Americans had an economist who was in charge, and he really understood the how you must move things. And the, when the Russians attacked, one of the things they did do bomb train stations, railway lines, and in fact, the current economic crisis in the world is because the ships in Ukraine are unable to come out; they can't bring the grain out. You can country. add that Ukraine is the breadbasket. Yes, the breadbasket of Europe. They produce millions of tons of wheat and corn. 
And then another thing, the Russians have also stopped at the gates. They can't also enter because the Ukrainians have put mines in the sea. So it's a stalemate right now. Everybody is standing. Easy. Thank you. It is a very interesting war. Is it me? I'm sitting in Ghana. I don't know. Be here. Be here. No, it will really give you wisdom. One of the first lessons of that war is that having a lot of weapons is not equal to winning. The Russians are days. They didn't expect this resistance. They made up their mind. Two weeks were out of Russia. Oh. Do you remember? Their, their train got stuck. They stood in one place. I don't know how many days. They had a convoy six kilometers long. They couldn't move it. For two weeks, he was sitting there. <laughs> and you say, you thought the people were so weak, they'll just finish you. You just go in and finish them and that is over. Are you in the house? So if you knew that you had an enemy, you'd be watching because you learn some things about your enemy as you watch. You learn that your enemy doesn't give up. When they realize we cannot enter here, we can enter from Hey, are you in the church? The, the thing that is being played out, that's just how the devil works. So me, I am very fascinated by the war. I'm very, very fascinated. You should ask yourself how a country that is at war has a portion in it that last week Boris Johnson flew from the UK there. How did he get there? How did he get there? How did he get there? You should ask yourself. Hey, they are just been watching God. Put the blow back. Help, oh, Then they have killed all these people. That. <laughs> it should tell you that if the devil cannot any longer hit you on this point, he's not going to give up. He's going to look for another point that he will press. Oh, I have overcome pornography. Be there. Be there. Be there. You didn't know that one of your weak points is that when you are hungry, you become stupid. You're pinning. Oh, you have not seen some before. Oh, why do you think that at a point there was some soldiers just surrender? It's hunger. Where they are, there's no longer water or, or food. And after a while, they realize that, Charlie, if we stay here, we are dying. The enemy knows if you cannot eat, if you cannot eat, he has sat on your Bible. You have not been eating. Is it? Ah, but what is your food? I'm not a spiritual person. What's your food? The word of God. He has sat on it. That's why you are not interested. When you open your Bible, you read one verse. Then oh, oh. He, you, he, you have left you have left the clubbing but there's another portion here I'm talking to some people I said I'm talking to some people you should be interested in how the war is going they reach somewhere they just raped all the women there because if you can plant the seed of the devil in a place you have messed up. The, you, have, you have totally messed up the place. You have totally messed the people up. Oh, you can't see the black Americans. You've not been seeing them. Completely messed up. Oh. They are living in America in their Look, about 70% of them are so poor. Even Africans, I'm saying even us, because we go there, we don't have anything. We do better than they do. 
one of the ways was that crossing that they were crossing with the white man. And I'm saying it not to frighten us, but I'm saying it to say, sit up, wake up, look up, understand your enemy. Understand that if not here, there. Are you there? One time we were praying for some lady bee. And the lady was expecting a baby after a lot of issues. And we had prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. We prayed and all the concentration was on the baby. Baby survived, mother left. Yeah. As we were praying, didn't. This idea occurred to us. I don't know. We just, we just didn't think about it. All this time, the issue has been that the baby this, the baby that, the baby that, the baby that, the baby that, the baby that. Oh. Baby is okay. Mother is bombed out. Therefore, occurred to us that. Is it not two people involved in it? How can you pray for one and you left the other? Hey. Hello. Hey, I like the way you're quiet. I hope it means you are thinking. Mm, I hope it means you are thinking. Please, why are you here? <laughs> we went to a certain church. He went to show our grace in the church there. Saying the grace. <laughs> oh, ah, before we are aware, and the 5,700 children. <laughs> Wait, lad. When he finished that manifestation in the morning, we had evening session. Mikosha, the same. <laughs> this boy. <laughs> believe what I was seeing. Oh, 5,700 when I looked. <laughs> Joshua, you didn't know I said it in the mic here. <laughs> Hallelujah. I hope I've been able to interest you, interest you a little bit in the world. So I want us to look at, you see, if you can understand it, eh? you will begin to understand why, as a church, we talk about campaigns. Because it's not just one thing that will make a church work. Let's look at some of the things that make a war work. As for the guns. <laughs> Number one, it involves propaganda. A war involves propaganda. At a certain point in this Russian, Ugandan, uh, um, Ukrainian war, I was irritated. Do you know why I was irritated? I said, who is speaking the truth? The Russians were saying, ha, ha, ha. the Ukrainians were saying, then I realized what I'm reading is propaganda from the Russians and propaganda from the... And I said, ah, what is the real story on the ground? But it's because a war involves propaganda. And if the propaganda is well done, you can actually unseat your enemy. So at a point, within the first three weeks of this war, they had taken out how many generals? Oh, a number. Usually, generals don't die in a war. There's always ground troops who die, not generals. 
And they are not supposed to get your general because your generals are the ones where the thinking, the planning is coming from. If you take out one general, you can kill, wipe out millions of soldiers. So usually, you don't get the generals. Hey, we're there when Ukraine put it out. General so and so and so taken out. Two, three days later, general so and so and so taken out. Another two, three days, Oh, it was about four or five of them. So far, they've lost about eight generals in this war. That was last week they took out another one. It's propaganda. Do you understand? Hello? It is what? Propaganda. So what is propaganda? Propaganda is hyping something to have an effect. So explain to me why you get a flyer and you sit down on it. That's our propaganda. You get a flyer. You sit on it. It doesn't go to the people who should get, it should get to. Oh, oh, I was driving home all along. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, you thought I brought you to, to here to teach you war. <laughs> they imagine that I come teach them war. Me, do I look like I can fight? I'm a grandmother in case you've forgotten. Grandmas, we don't go to war. Grandmas, we don't go to war. Are you here? Why have you sat on our flyers? It's because you don't understand that in our war, that's our propaganda. That is our propaganda. When you send that flyer to your your member, it tells your member, hey, my church is alive and well. It's not just the information on it. It is making a statement to the enemy. We have had times when we are saying that, send this thing to your class page. One time somebody texted me and said, oh, but so-so-and-so has already put it there. I said, how many of you are in the class? He said, we are 10. I said, all of you put it there. Have you not noticed that the pornographers in your class, all of them post? Is it only one pornographist who posts? Oh, what are you talking this one is putting uh, the website. This one is giving you a, a naked woman who has done something. This one is giving you the... Yeah. If you go on Instagram and you don't check your Instagram out well and delete things, you will wonder whether it is a place that's saying human beings post things. How? Hey. Oh, Instagram. Ah. So they, they are doing their propaganda and lazy Christians like you lazy believers don't even let me start taking on my social media people this fine morning when we need a flyer to do our propaganda from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday you are now bringing it on Thursday and you with the background mistakes home anointed guys, God has anointed you with creativity, sometimes you produce a, 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 a Oh, it's your photo. She doesn't tell you the things I tell her. When I'm insulting them, you tell them. Because at times I can ask her which, at times they're all here. Sometimes when I see it, I ask her, I ask her, which idiot has produced this one? Oh, he doesn't need it. They should be there listening. These are the propagandists. And when they are ready, I remember a few days to my birthday, I saw some very nice, very wild 
flyers. And I asked her, is it another group of people? He said, no. The same group. I said, hey. Mutimia, fine, 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 fine. A flyer saying, a woman. People were texting me back door. Oh, I should send them those flyers. Not our church members. So, yeah, it's like these are. Ah, then I ask myself, how can the same group of people on one side you you give them hey, this is a flyer. Then tomorrow, when you sleep on the wrong side of your bed, or when you have had a visitation of a mosquito, or I don't know, I don't know what. Hey. I, I don't even know why you are sitting down. <laughs> He does the ones for my book. Tells. Ah. One day he sent me a flyer. I was it which week was it? Two weeks. I, I, text, I said, I said oh, what is that? Oh, what is that? Then when they have slept properly in the correct way, now nah, the weapons of their warfare which are not kana, they have used it to. Oh, he is the author of the Beauty the Beast and the Pasta Flyer. When he sent it, I said, oh, no, nice. But the same person. Same person. Look at these people. Eh? These ones haven't blasted them before. It's Bruno who always collects it. I know him. I ask her, she tells me. Why is this person or that person? Today, I need you to understand that we are at war and our pro- propaganda, it is first and foremost information through the flyers. Hey, never play with it again. You know, when you bring the flyer, when you look at it, you should stand there and say, if I was reading this book, I have looked at some, I said, if I was planning to go to this program from the flyer, I And in the same way, I have looked at some and thought, I would like to attend this program. You didn't know that in a war there's propaganda. Today you have learned it. It is our warfare. It is our warfare. You wait. Your campus, they have reopened. They have put their whole lineup of demonic activities. Sleep. You'll be there when something will beat you on your bum. You will not know. <laughs> Sit down. Not to disgrace them because some of you don't have head. <laughs> but just to just to drive the point home just to drive the point home are you getting me just to drive the point home there's a reason I told you look these two people at war it's interesting no? use your uh-huh. oh yeah I mean, there's even a new propaganda the Russians are using. So apparently, as they were fighting Ukraine, an old woman came out with a Russian flag, holding it and waving it, and they got a video. So now they call her Babushka Z. Babushka means grandma in Russian, and Z is what they paint on their posters. So they've done symbol of the war now. So they've done posters that this is a woman who really believes in our cause, like a Ukrainian woman who is really put up graffiti on. Big buildings in Russia, Babushka Z with her flag. Is so the Can Russians believe they are doing the right thing and they are just pushing this. When I saw that, I was so amazed. An old woman. And the reason why it's working is because they are like some of you. They only listen to Russian news, so they don't know anything that is going on in the world. 
<laughs> Are you there or you have traveled? War involves creating industries that manufacture weapons. Manufacture weapons. What are some of our weapons? What are some of our weapons? Hey, suddenly they have become scribes. What are some of our weapons? Prayer is a major one. What again? The word, but in what way? There are more. We have more weapons. Come again. Podcast and so forth. Yeah. Those are our weapons. The books. So you will notice that every time the, uh, what do you call them? The Tejibesites, we can be attacking the books. Yeah. It's one of our major weapons. Bringing sense. Thank you, All right. Are you there? Are you happy so far? Understanding it so far? Yeah. We're talking about where we manufacture our weapons. This is one of our weapons. A camp. I didn't know it was a weapon. It's a weapon. It is, you see, you don't go and put your factory on the main road and open it and say, this is how it works. No. (laughs) So you will notice that most of our camps, we don't even... Yeah, the flyers are internal, if at all. The pictures. Go and look. Now that I've said it, go and look on the page. You see very few pictures of a camp. It's not because they don't happen, but those are our weapons. This is where we manufacture a certain kind of thinking. Have you ever seen uh, an army boot camp? It's not public. Even if they put their name on the gate, you don't know what's going on in there. You don't know. There are no flyers announcing that this is the boot camp. What they do to the people in there, you have no idea. Hey. Hey, the what? <laughs> and they don't say starts at this time, ends at this time. No. They are doing what they are doing. Are you in the church? Yeah. This is one of our major weapons. This is, it is different camps that has created people who think in a certain way. Yeah. You will discover that is why when I don't want to ask a question, I almost asked who missed the last camp, and you see that their mind is still different. Up to now, they are struggling to catch up. Yeah, because a camp is it brings you to a place where over here you can only concentrate. There's nothing else happening. There's no TV at night. Uh, what again? No late night chatting. So we can only concentrate on what did the Lord say. Already, I'm in my first hour. Has your mind not started changing? I'm in my first hour. I haven't spoken much. You now begin to understand something because we can take the time. It's not as if there's anything that is secret in that way, but we can take the time to explain it. That's why when we are done, we put it out there. When we put it out, you discover people cannot even listen. They can't. As you are sitting here, this title, Eunuchs in the Palace, Bishop Dag preached it. How many of you have finished listening to Eunuchs in the Palace camp? Let me see your hand. One, two, three. Probably because your leader said it, four. That's all. Five. 
out of all of us. And no cry, maybe it's because did you ask your people to listen to it? Ah, because your people, your leader asked you to listen. And no cry, I'm Not the only remember watermelon. That's all you remember. Watermelon. Watermelon is all you remember. Are you here? Because you kind of have to be there. You see, your brother can come back from boot camp and tell you that when we went, we went to boot camp, they did this, 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 this. Number one, you won't even remember most of the things he said. Number two, you won't understand how really, how they did really work. Unless you were there. So I'm saying it not only for now, but also for your future. Because some of you, when you finish school, you start working and foolishness begins to enter your head that because there's a little bit of money in your pocket, when we now have a camp, you'll now be telling us that you are busy and you cannot come. And I am watching, I keep saying it right now, I am watching people who for the past 20 years played that fool, that nonsense. They are being bombed out one by one by one by one. Some are not even Christians anymore. Yeah, because the taking stepping aside that you needed that would ginger you, help you. You didn't come for it. So you were not strengthened. So you are like a car. You sparked in Kumasi and you sat on the accelerator. And when you reached Konongo, you took your foot off and you said, The rest of it, I'm going like that. I'm going like that. Free. I'm going like that. I don't even think you will reach uh, Linda Door. Linda Door is even far. You just go, you just go, ah. Uh, finish. So I'm telling you now, so that when you start working, you don't send us that nonsense. Oh, repeat. Yeah, but what should we do when we have jobs? What do you think we did when we have jobs? Because we have jobs, we are here. I want you to ask a lady whether she doesn't have a job. She, where she, why she's here? Ask her why she's here, and she's not a small, uh, what do you call, oddly in the in the hospital. <laughs> in the day that you want to know, you ask a question and you know. Pastor Gaston, don't you have a job? Or a chance, when you went, they told you that you won't work again. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just asking the question. You have a job. Two. You have two masters. You must answer two. But today is what? What day today? Where is he? When you are interested, you ask. Ask. <laughs> I have to say it. I have to say it. Are you not supposed to be working this morning? Okay. And so, when you come to the church, they teach you how not to work. Go and see. Go and see where we were. Go and see. Go and see. This man, he travels because every time he goes, the presentation is so good, then somebody will pro- The next one they are coming to you. Hey, please, we want you to come. Is that somebody joking with his job? No, no, they don't know when he travels to. They think like the five times. Oh! Excuse me, please. Can you pass him the microphone so he will tell us where he was last week? This time last week, where were you? Ah. Please, sir, where were you this time last week? Um, I was in Paris. (laughs) Do you know where Paris is? Please, they don't know which country Paris is in. Can you please inform them which country Paris is in? Please, Paris is in France. Ah. Please, I saw some picture. You are dinner. 
Yes. <laughs> and you were eating what? So we went to have um, dinner after one of our meetings. Mm-hmm. And we. When Please, get... the dinner was in Accra. No, 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 ah. no. In Paris. Then. Have you been to dinner in Paris yet? That you have been sitting down there. <laughs> you are That was. Take action. Would your pizza man in Kwana win him? Now that's it. Yes. So when you got there, they took. They Quiet. Told, they told us that they don't have the menu is uh, back who scan on the table. So you yeah. scan with your phone. Then the have menu. you gone where you are oh, going to scan, 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 scan? You scan the menu, then you look at it on your phone. What can I say? We yam, we yam. Now what they call? Like some people who don't eat, so they don't know how to scan. <laughs> so you scan. So it, we did, and it came. It and came. Saw, the menu came. Yes, we saw the um, uh, status, and we saw. Uh, please, they don't understand what a starter is. How many do not know what a starter is? If you say you know, he will just continue. You don't know what a starter is. Please, they want to understand what a starter is. <laughs> so. Uh, Actually, if you want to eat a proper meal, we have a starter main dish and dessert. Hey, so what's that? Like what? So the starter is um, something to something small. your appetite to eat the main the main meal. So so we saw on it um, the famous bone marrow, and we work with sickle cell. And we know that bone marrow transplant is one of the cures for sickle cell disease. So we're so interested in it. So we said that then let's order this and see what it is. <laughs> <laughs> then we said that. <laughs> picture, no. Picture, no. You have to see that. When I saw the picture, I was annoyed. It's actual bone. Oh, pure bone. You ask him. When he sent me the picture, I said, no, I refuse. I refuse it. Ow! Is it possible? Can they put... <laughs> Good. Yeah, he's looking for yes, the picture. Yes, I'm sending it to Adi. <sighs> oh. That is coming. You will see whether you agree with me that... <laughs> you can't believe it. That somebody's... And it was, what, nine euros? Nine, nine somebody euros. should please calculate nine euros in CDs for us. You can Google it. Nine euros in cities. It's what? Ninety Ghana cities. For sure, over there. Who dare change over there? For sure, koto je kra wa respect. Change our move. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, mo ya che. It's coming. It's coming. Nine euros, ninety Ghana cedis. Um, Mommy, when it when it came, <laughs> yes. So. When it came, we were. They have to see it to understand you. Dry bones, huge bones, and the marrow that we've been looking for. Some small thing be inside. Ah, please, they put bone marrow there. You also ordered bone marrow. Is it not BBK to maybe I will Bones, heal too. Dry, mommy. Is it coming? Yes. 
Hold on, hold on. It is worth a look. Tell our neighbor, look, we are traveling to Paris right now. We're traveling to Paris. As we've come to the camp. And excuse me, it's not Paris, it's Paris. We have traveled to Paris. Yes. We're going to Paris, so. Hmm. Mm. And mommy, that, that was even just one. There were others that were quite in, so interesting. Quite bizarre. Oh, yes. They hmm. brought us onion soup. Yeah. Oh, but onion soup, it tastes nice. Oh, mommy, this one it was terrible with cheese and other things inside. <laughs> it's, it's, they were. I, I'm just <laughs> waiting to see that. Many of the things, in fact, you have to travel there and see it for yourself. You are interrupting the whole flow. The machine is as slow as you. <laughs> I just feel that it's so good, you gotta see it, but they are changed. They are now talking to it. Too. They are now talking to it. <laughs> oh, we have to see the bone marrow. Tell your neighbor, we got we to see the bone marrow. We just got to see the bone marrow. Yeah. Whether you'll be happy when you go to a restaurant and you order it for 90 Ghana cities. Yeah, Please, can 90 cities not give us a whole pizza at Pizza Man? Okay. We are watching. We are watching. It's almost four pounds of beef. It's less than four, but three and a half. One pound of beef is what? 22 Ghana cities. That's four pounds of beef, 88 Ghana cities. Okay, we are watching the bones. Put a picture up, he said, eh? But suddenly it's why yeah, because I don't understand what long route they are going to pass. Hmm. Hey Joshua. Okay. Yeah, my boy. I should have just continued. Is it coming? Eh? He says what? Listen, the only owned person who owns a slow machine. The, the, <laughs> 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 
No, never blame the machine. It's the owner. No, because if you were somebody who did your things fast, you can't stand it when it is slow. So, Then they'll be blaming the machine. It's the machine. It's the machine. As if the machine is not operated by human beings. Please, I present to you Bishop, uh, Reverend Augustine's, Pastor Augustine's bone marrow. Nine euro, 90 Ghana cities. First course in Paris. Do you see why I was upset? You imagine that you are hungry, then they bring you this. <laughs> Please, was this before or after you have eaten the marrow? Have you cleared the marrow? This when it has been served. Nobody. But we can't see what there is to eat in it. Not, mommy, Can you see anything? Mommy. Or you were supposed to lick the bone? Well, yeah, nothing. Just as it is. I mean. I can't see anything to eat. Nothing to eat. Ah. Just. Better, do you have good eyes? Your eyes are good. Nothing. Come and stand here. See whether you can see anything. So you point to it Nothing. for us. It's, it's... Ah. Because as I'm standing here, I cannot see what they ate. Can you see anything to eat in the bones? Dry. We're not frustrated. Oh, mommy. It, it's... Nine euros. <laughs> <laughs> Please, 90 Ghana cities. Equal to four pounds of meat. Hey. It's the whole soup. Thank you. Uh, please, how did we get into this discussion of bone marrow? <laughs> uh, thank you. Take your seat. Hey. So I was sharing with you, and I was saying that I am just, all this is to show you that it's not because he doesn't have a job. Uh-huh. He has a job that will even pay nine euros for bones. Bones. You can put it together. This what are you sucking out of it? Or oh, oh, I'm lying. When you cook it, when you suck, you get something. There's nothing to suck in this bone. The bone looks like something used to kill an animal. <laughs> Let's continue. We are talking about the war. We are talking about war. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We are at war. And I'm showing you the characteristics of the war. And I'm saying to you that one of them is that we manufacture weapons. And one of our weapons is, is that lay people, that's our major weapon, not full-timers. A lay person has a job or goes to school or does something as their full-time work and also works for God. So when you come and you come and start to say how confused you are and how you don't know what to do, I want to ask you whether you are the one who invented it or you have just come. Because I don't know what work you say or what subject you say you are doing that nobody has done some before and still work for God with it. Am I talking to somebody? And past, not just past, past and past well. Yeah. Hello? Anything you mention. So, whatever course you are doing is not special. It's not special at all. It's not special. I've seen all. Your lady Reverend, as she's sitting here, apart from the fact that she works full-time, she's also a master's student. She's currently working on her project. Am I lying or I'm speaking the truth? 
they didn't know or they didn't believe you. As she's sitting here, they gave her some deadline be that kept her awake for two nights. The other day, she, she still, it didn't change her presence here. But you, you would have sent me a text. Uh, the lecture says that we should produce that thing. All has been done before. So just ask, how do I do it? Give me some tips. What do I do? That's all. That's all. You, you still, look, you have just arrived. You have just come. You have just come. You see? And, and you need to understand that if Bishop Doug had thought the way many of you are thinking, this whole church would not exist. He was a medical student and he had a church. And he was the pastor of the church. And he was running the entire church. And he passed his exam. So please don't do that. In the name. When I see people say, I'm confused. I don't know what to do. And I wonder to myself that you are already confused. Life has not even started with you yet and you are confused. Hmm. I have to talk about it because it is one of our major weapons. Many people, major weapon. In this church, 90% of the pastors are lay. This church that is in now, now we have crossed into about 110 nations. Yes, over 90%. My son left here as a fool to go and do full time missions. When he got there, he became lay. Because a church like this in Ghana can look after a pastor. His church, which is larger than this in, in the people are so poor that he doesn't do anything. It's a way to look for work. So he works. His wife also works. And they carry the mission. Ah, you see that you're quiet. Oh, mm. mm-hmm. He's working. His wife is working. And they have two children and no house help. Don't start. Maneuvering. Maneuvering. Just have yourself and your course. Hmm. Pastor, my course. Your course. Don't, don't, don't talk to me about course. Please don't start. Don't start. Don't start. Don't start. Hmm. My course. Every course, every course you are mentioning. Someday the church inside. Someday inside. Please tell your neighbor your course so that we'll see whether your course is there. If you say you there, you do the art things and the artists. We will show you the people who do the artists in the church and are still doing the work of the Lord in the church. Ah, am I preaching a bad gospel? Is it true or is not true? So, so don't do that. If it's a media, media, you see, we medics always sit a little bit here. I have a whole sixty medical student here. He's even in his scrubs so that he can run into the church. Don't start. Don't start. Are you there? Hey, the people are very quiet. Oh. I thought you said your course. The course you did, I also did first degree. You did second, I also did second. When I finished, I did third. And I was, I had a full-time job. No, 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 no. I had a full-time job. I would work from dawn to four. I had two children, no house help. I had a husband. And I'll do my, my, my PhD by night. Don't even start. And I was working in my church. Yeah. So when you come with your stories, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Hey, but I'm tired. What else do you expect to be? 
And my question to you is that the unbelievers who are chasing money, don't you know they are also tired? So as for tired, a tiredness there will be. You just decide whose tiredness you like. Me, I like God's tiredness because when he's done with you, the compensations are nice, like bone marrow in Paris. <laughs> no, no, no. Pastor Gaston, at the beginning of this year, did you expect that you'll be in Paris? Hey, yeah. It's also God's compensation. Yeah, it's God's compensation. He will by all means compensate you. By all means. By all means. The last time I was counting the number of nations I visited, maybe about 31. No, I think only one that... I think only... Have I ever bought a ticket before? You know, I think only one, eh? Yes. I don't think I've even born, but... Mm. To me, it's God's compensation. Yeah. Me, I want to travel. I've traveled there. I've told him, I am, not, I am here because I don't feel like traveling. Not because I have nowhere to go. Yeah. Are you in the church? So the things you are chasing, he said what? Seek first the kingdom and all. All will be added. What are you chasing? What are you chasing? You are looking for husband. Uh, I'm married to one. He's an A1. Yeah. Oh. Lady Reverend's husband, when he gets up, and he's, when his goodness comes, Charlie, he'll do things and I'll be dizzy. Hey. One day I was sitting there. The man has gone to a crash. He came to come and show me 10 pairs of shoes they had bought at one time. I said, hey. You are going looking for man. You say man, a man. Because of man, you won't serve God. Ah. Am I speaking the truth or I'm telling lies? Hey, because they are sitting there like I'm lying. One time she went and she said, that, oh, it's Christmas. So then she said, I need this and this and this to go shopping. When he brought the check, they have added another zero. If you don't understand what it means. No, I'm just trying to say to you that stop worrying about what is not yours to worry. Do you understand? These are not things we set out to do. We set out to serve God and as we were serving God, we have lived to see that he has given to us what we have not even asked for. Who your boys? They say that what? I've never bought a device in my life. I remember that one too. Her phone hit her. One day she he was there, he said, he's going to buy new tablets because they have ordered hers. I told her, I said, hey, you, you don't even have to ask. At that time, she didn't even know how to use a tablet. And they were, she had not even thought of asking. I'm just trying to show you how when you set your mind on God and the things of God, he now, when he says all else, he does it. He does it. Are you there? All my life, when my husband is doing something, I'm with him, we're working, we're doing. When he started to build this house, he said that he's building a house. I said, oh, I feel like someone should build a house for me. He said, sit down, build a house for you. Wow. My, my, my best friend, I said. Wow. Oh, I'm very serious, Ozozo. I thought he was joking. I thought he was joking. It was not a joke at all. When he was getting finished, I was now feeling bad. I said, please, let me do the finish. <laughs> no, because I, when I said it, it was a... We've always done the thing together. Oh, I have this, I've worked, I've done that. You get it. So it was almost like a loose statement. He said, oh, we did it. Somebody should build for me to be. Build for me to be inside. 
How many my one person is not in the household? From foundation to roof. To get, yeah, I'm very serious. I'm very serious about what I'm saying. I'm just showing you the compensations God brings along the way. It takes time. And many of you are in a hurry. This morning, I want to tell you, slow down. God can do it far better. You say you're going to find a husband for yourself. Good luck. I wish you luck. Have you not seen friends who have gone after what was A1 before they were aware it was QZ? You haven't seen one before? Yeah, you have seen. It was a different thing from what they thought. Some guy, he was talking to me, he said, he said, mommy, what you see, that's not it all. That's not it. Because the wife is this kind of, hello. Oh yes, we're doing very well. Do you know Jatabi? Jatabi is a a lion cub in the house. When she finishes, the man is dizzy. Everything is a quarrel. Where to put a chair in the house is a quarrel. How to sweep is a quarrel. How to what to buy is a quarrel. When to cook is a quarrel. What to cook is a quarrel. Everything is a quarrel. But it never showed. You see, Daddy says these things. You should listen to Bishop Dag when he's talking. You think it is extreme. You think it it is what look what he was saying, Pepe, because when the man will as I looked, I said, I, I can't see it. He didn't go with what I was seeing, but I knew the guy wasn't lying because the woman was there. If he told me she wasn't there, you say he has come to lie. She was sitting there. She was sitting there. So the point I said, ah, is what he's saying true? Another one. <laughs> People, you like stories. <laughs> hey, another one. He brought his wife. They traveled. Some other time to be like some three hours to where I was. Then the man started talking. Started talking. I was talking. I look at the wife. I, look, I said, ah, I don't see it. Then he got to the top of the said, Mommy, only that I'm shy. I will show you the marks on my thigh. Where she beat me, said she picked up, she picked up the center table and she threw it. And when it broke, she took the pieces and she started to beat the husband in the house. And he said, Mommy, may Pharaoh. Otherwise, I would have shown you. You see, again, she was there, so he was not lying. She beat her husband. Oh. The man said, the man said, he said, my choir. So I have a beautiful choir. Built a very beautiful choir in the house. But if I make a mistake and talk to one chorister, I say, oh, Charlie, you sang it very well. She will delete you. She'll bomb you out of the church. So as he was there, the woman was undoing his choir. You see, you, that's I'm speaking. They don't believe what I'm saying. No. Huh. You better believe God. You better believe the word of God. You better believe what God is saying. What, what, what ability do you have to pick a spouse? <laughs> no, 
it's just a question I'm asking you. What ability do you have? You want to use your eyes. You want to use your eyes. So when you finish using your eyes, and like me, I now weigh about 40 kilos more than I weighed when I was married. What will you do? You didn't know it before. That that's how it will be. What will you do? I thought you said it's her shape because. Allow me to continue my preaching. Let me continue my preaching before I spoil the church. I am just trying to contend for you to believe God. That's what I'm actually contending for. That believe him when he says what he is saying. When he says seek first the kingdom, he means exactly that. First, most of you, you are putting last. Or you think you are seeking him first for me. Am I the one who's going to marry him? Uh, Master, you better find this funnel because the way I'm sweating over here and the heat has not even come. <laughs> so a war involves industries that manufacture weapons. A military campaign involves activities like espionage, military intelligence. What is that in our, in our world? Military intelligence, spying, espionage. Hey, Shreya, look at how you are quiet. You don't know what it involves. Yes. So first of all, some of you have worked on the side of the enemy before. And you come and say this and this and this is how it works. That's why I don't understand how we can be here and something is going on on your campus and you say nothing. Because they have stands there. Mm. So you say nothing. As we are here, we have gone to do our own espionage and we know when report week is and all that. And you are just there and you are walking around. And there are both stands in the place. I will pray a prayer against you this year. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. For the weapons of my warfare are not carnal. But they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Satan is doing his things. You child of God, you are going to do. You will fail, Bia. Oh. What do you call? You that you are going to strip yourself half naked and go and take pictures. The Bible talks about angels who are ministering spirits. They will visit you at the stand. You continue. Mm, yeah. No, because we can only talk. We'll talk and 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 talk. Yeah. So, oh, mommy will not know. You have no idea. You have no idea. Some of the, some of the, your, your, your past colleagues have their pictures still. I'll release their, their half naked pictures. When they're about to marry. I will just ask the man who's going to marry him whether he knows that this idiot is what he's marrying. Does he know? Are you here? (laughs) No, because the, the mix is not good. And we keep telling the mix is not good. Yeah, the mix is not good. And I keep seeing people who come, you are a Christian, you say you want to taste it. Something must be wrong with you. You are Ukrainian, you want to taste what it is to be a Russian. The only part of Russia you will taste is the jail. 
Yeah, that's what you will taste. You think you are going to enjoy it. We are watching you. Go and come. <laughs> Let me keep preaching. War involves travel. War involves travel. So when you have to travel from your campus to here and you are complaining, I don't understand. <laughs> travel. We still have a pending camp to go in Mampong. We shall go. Yeah, we shall go. We will travel. We will travel. Those of you come, you are like local people. I just want to be in my local area. You shouldn't have gone to school. You shouldn't have gone to school. Then we understand that you are part of local boys. Can you turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor that traveling is part of education? Yeah. You notice that even when your university claims they don't have money, they try to do some trips with you, take you somewhere. Because when you stay in one place for a long time, it's not just boring. Yeah, tunnel vision. You don't see anything. It's just what you see like that. Yeah. You got to move. You got to move. And people who don't travel, they're racists, for instance. Many don't travel. That's why you can be racist. Tribalist, tribalistic people. Mm. That's why you are tribalistic. You think that your people are the best. You think they are the best because that's all you know. That's all you know. But when you travel a little, you mix. And you find out that this person is just like you. And that one too is just like you. So you can't sit down and say, <laughs> we are. So if you are here, you are boasting about your tribe, you are an idiot. You are not, no, that's complete, completely, completely, completely. Yeah, I mean, we stand there, we hear people say things like, oh, as for the airways, they are like this. The airways, you are talking about the airways. You are talking about them because you don't know the northness and you don't know the Isma people. That's why you are talking. And you don't know the guns. And you don't know their shanties. Where do they board your mother here? So I joke with it and see. <laughs> joke and see. Go and touch somebody's wife and let him board you on you and see. It will work. Be you be there pointing your finger to your airway friend. <laughs> are you here? So by the time you've gone around small, you realize that we are all alike in our different ways. Yeah. The other day, somebody was telling me that hey, when you go to Water Region, every house, they're in front of the house, there's what they call a leg bar. This and that. I, as, I, as I listen to the person talking, then I ask the person that, have you ever gone up north before? Where I used to work? Every community, every, in front of it, oh, every, why are you scared? It's not my God, I don't care, it doesn't do anything to me. Have you seen that you are quiet? You didn't know. In front of every house in the shed, every house. Every house is there. You get there, they have just finished the morning sacrifice, poured some blood or fresh blood of hey, oh cry from a chicken or something. It's because you don't go anywhere. Because you don't go anywhere. Those of you who are guns, you think you are coming from the capital, you don't know your people. You don't know your people. One time. I was sitting in the car. We were going somewhere in Accra. There was traffic. I don't remember who I was with. And as I sat there, then I saw one of these woolen moon coming to pass. And I tapped my neighbor, Amy. I was with Lady Pastor Amy. And I told her, I said, Charlie, somebody's in trouble today. She said, why? I saw that she was wearing uh, the white. 
but she had put red over it and she was carrying a bottle of snap. I said, Obi, and as she was walking, and someone was following her, I said, Today, they will curse somebody. Hmm. <laughs> you are there. You say, oh, We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't worship idols. Really? It's you who doesn't know where you are from. You don't know where you are from. Hmm. Always when we are done, we sing with it. They brought it. It was a funky group that we were singing. You didn't even know that that thing was fetishism. How many of you heard those songs and you just we sang the song when you are married and what you are saying? In Kabobai, in Kabobai, in Kabobai, in Kabobai, in Kabobai, in <laughs> they will be singing about where they are going that they don't know what they are eating and the name of the group the name the name they were called the Wulomo what people don't know is that Wulomo that's fetish they were trending oh. what do they wear the white. with the white do you see the instruments that they use thank you thank you my case, I don't need to talk any longer. Then when you wake up, you grandchild of a woman, you are point, pointing your hand at somebody that the person is from water. You have no idea. There is some people sitting there quiet. Go and joke. Go and joke. It was an Izuma town we went to. And I texted her, I said, there's something in this place. I am counting hours to leave. Me, I am a traveler. When I travel, I've, I've arrived, I put my things down. Said, that place. That place. I couldn't understand it. I just said, I, I want to go. I want to go. Hey. You see, they're all looking. They don't know that we went there. So we were there. It was in the second day. I said, I've come to this town. I understand. I understand. The forces are awake. And they are alive, and I don't have either the time or the inclination to fight back. I want to go. <laughs> then you are there accusing some. It's traveling, you haven't traveled. Hey, the church is very quiet here. <laughs> you thought you were correct, eh? You th- they are not thinking about their own, they are not seeing your own. I won't accuse anybody again. Have you seen that we are all dangerous? Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen it? Yeah. yeah, we are all from dangerous places. Yeah. The only difference between us and the airways is that the airways are aware. Yeah. So many Christian airways are very, very serious. Very, they are like Charlie. We don't play. We, we fool with ours. And it brings us down. Down, 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 down. The church is quiet again. It's nice. Yeah, so you travel. And when you travel, you learn to, 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 to understand 
what is going on and you stop seeing other people as something and you as good none of us if it was not christ all of us yeah if it was not christ we are all from somewhere all of us there's one witch in your family whether you know them or not i don't know there's one cripple there's one madman all of us just that you don't go to your home so you don't know at at least one start thinking start thinking now you understand why that your cousin is that way or that your aunt is like that (laughs) there's at least one yeah you didn't know that that madman walking on the street is from your family because he's walking on the street he looks like he doesn't come from somewhere they all come from somewhere all of them all of them are you here what am i what am i teaching you i'm teaching that you have to travel because when you travel you learn and it is learning that helps you in your work with christ have you not seen that now when you travel to another place you start wondering what are the forces here you don't just go and leave yourself Ah, let me quickly. This one was supposed to be just intro. Oh, we are learning. Yeah. <laughs> Let's continue. War involves the provision of food. In our world, our war involves food. The most important thing in your life is the word of God. Yeah. It is what it is even it is also a weapon. That is also your food. If you don't eat the word of God, you will starve, you will fast. And that is when the enemy will take you down every time. He will frighten you. Hey! Who has ever been afraid before? Yeah. Yeah. And when you are afraid, you need to know what word to use. Some of you, you have gone to the exam, something has happened, it, has, it didn't go well. They're coming to cry. We don't have crying time, oh. We don't have crying time. You better open your Bible and look for where it talks about ministry spirits and send an angel to go and correct whatever is wrong on your page. Hey! Now sitting down to cry. (laughs) Am I talking to somebody? And how do you know those things? From the word of God. From the word of God. It is the word of God that you have read in peacetime that will come to your defense in a time of war. I hope you get it. I said it is the word of God that you have read in peace time that is the word that will now defend you in your time of war because when you're in a time of war there's no time to sit down and calmly be reading and checking other versions hey you better know which scripture and you better be able to say ah i saw a scripture that says this 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 let me put in the word and look for it and associated scriptures but if you've never read it a weapon you've never used it's not during what time you use it all hey it will kill your child <laughs> or kill your brother you get you misfire you misfire like a child a two-year-old who shot his father mm. but it was a toy gun it was a real gun <laughs> yeah the mother was arrested oh yes 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 for leaving it where there's a rule in their state you cannot leave uh, whatever a firearm where a child can pick it Hmm. are we continuing with our discussion on war the next one the care of the soldiers the care of the soldiers the care of the soldiers The care of the soldiers. 
in this war, we have soldiers and we take care of our soldiers. Me, nobody takes care of me because you've kept your problems yourself. Yes. Yeah, we are not spooks and we are not ghosts. You don't talk. I mean, when you go to the hospital, if you don't say anything, you go to the doctor, he says, what's wrong with you? You say, I don't have any problem. Why are you even in the hospital? Why do you even come? Oh, I'm feeling shy. Then you are not sick enough yet. Cobra. Because when you're really sick, when you get there, you really don't care. Yeah, you really don't care. You just, you're just looking for help. You're just looking for help. But some of you, your pride is such that you sit on it. You need to be careful because an injured soldier on the battlefield, what's going to happen to you? Easily. There'll be a problem. An injured soldier. Yeah. Some of you, you discover that after you shared your problem, there are some things I don't even allow you to do. I have sheep. I don't allow anyone to even talk to their matter. So because this person, Charlie, it's a blessing that the person is even alive. Just allow. Allow. Because we don't take injured, injured people. No. You can even go to some of our churches. You see that there are a lot of pastors there. When you go, sometimes some of them are on, it's not retirement, you are in the sick bay. So come to where you won't do much. After you've been there for a while, you'll get some. And then you pick up again. And then you can go out. Mm. Say me, when something is happening to me, I, I don't like people to know my problem. Your pride is what is manifesting. Keep it. When you are, it's not that you are walking around publishing your problem. Please. We, it's, we are not totally without sense. Mm-hmm. But you must know who to talk to. You must know who to talk to. Are you in the church while you are traveled? Yeah. You can never be an island. How? Nobody is an island. No country is an island. How much more a human being? Hey, come when your pride has woken up. I don't talk about you. You die in it all. Mm. Proud people, they die. Last year when I was in the hospital, there was a woman there. Every time they put the oxygen on her, she took it off. Yeah. Believe me, she took it off. <laughs> and now she, was t- she took it off. She was getting weaker and weaker every day. I remember one dawn, doctors, and they came to talk to her. You need this thing. You need it. She said, oh, no. It's the food that they are bringing that she doesn't like. Oh, you know, remember I told you that the staff in that place, that they were a different group of people. So when she created a fast like that, and that she doesn't like the food, the nurses took their own money. They sent somebody to go and buy her kosi and cocoa, which is where the area she's from. That's what she ate. Then that evening... That evening, her family members were in another town. So that evening they came and they brought her the local mm, food. I've not seen a human being eat like that before. She was so hungry. She ate, she ate, she ate. When she finished, when she finished, mm, after a while she said that she had to go to the bathroom. So she went. You could see as she was going, this woman is weak. She came out of the bathroom crawling on the floor. Crawling. And another patient got up from the bed. And the patient got up and started to appeal to her. Allow them to help you. What is this thing that you are doing? Can't you see all of us? We're all on oxygen. What are you doing? The woman thought, look. Then they went to find, they went to find a certain doctor who apparently was good with handling people. The guy actually tied her so that he could just put the oxygen so that Oh, in the night, the woman took it out, took out her cables. Did she live or she died? 
I don't need to tell you the end. And some of you are like that. When you are going through something, you will not say. They are trying to help you. Your friend will even come and say that, oh, so-so-and-so is going through a problem. You will even be angry with the friend. You will come out of the washroom crawling. Are you there? You see, and I must tell you that that word was not like some of the other words. They couldn't stand it. Like, they won't allow you to degrade yourself like that. They would try. Oh, they would try. So I remember the effect when she came crawling into them, the way some two doctors at the other end, they ran when they came. Somebody had picked, uh, what? We would check, they picked them up. Oh, meanwhile, No, because she didn't get it. That she needed to have that, the reason for that weakness, your body is not getting eh. She fought that, she died. What is the use of your life? What's the use? The woman, she used to chat with me. She told me that her brother was a doctor somewhere. And when she got ill, he brought her. So I was thinking, what kind of brother knows that the sister is? When I saw the behavior, <laughs> I realized, yeah, the brother probably knows her, didn't want to have to. You know, the family will say that he didn't take care of her, he didn't look after her, so he just, he realized what was going on and made them bring her to cut. So that Charlie, <laughs> otherwise they will say that he didn't look after her, what has he done, he didn't something, something, this one, the manifest will just be there looking at the woman. She thought when she eats the food, she will be okay, her strength will come. Oh. It was not food doing lack of food, though. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Each and every one of you must have a responsible person you, must, you can talk to. Because this world we are in, you will get injured. Not you can get injured. I said, did you hear me say you will? It is based on scripture. Give me Luke 17, 1. Hmm. Look at it. Can you give us a, a slide? Let me see what NLT says about this. Because when you say it is impossible, but you know that double negative, some of you move off on Let's see. Oh, it uses the word temptations. I don't like the word temptations. Things that cause people to stumble are bound to come. Are you there? They cause you to stumble. The King James says, offenses will by all means. It is impossible except that they will come. So, by all means, somebody will do you something, sometimes knowingly, sometimes unknowingly. But we are in a war, and in a war, people get hurt. Sometimes the fire that even the sniper fire is in it from your own people. By mistake, you were in the way of the, you are hurt. Then you say, hmm, hmm, that's what I mean, hmm. I mean, the thing is doing your leg, but you are. It's a, it's a new style of walking. <laughs> oh, it's a new fashion. It's a new style of walking. Hey, the Bible says, by all means, it will happen. And there are times things happen. Sometimes it's another person. Sometimes you lose somebody because people die. It's part of life. Amy, I followed God. Ah, my mother died. Where in the world did they tell your mother will not die? Are you God? Did you know the number of years she had to live? But it's tough. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? It's tough and somebody needs to minister to you over that. Somebody needs to just comfort you. You say, hey, me I bought. Hey. Let me see your hand. Somebody, you've been hurt before. Let me see your hand. Look around. 
Just look around. If anybody's hand is down, tell them that, oh, Bubaba. There are only three kinds of people in this room. People who have been hurt before, people who are hurt, or people who are going to be hurt, or two of them, or all the three. Hurt. Oh, by all means. By all means. But you have to overcome it. Are you there? You have to overcome it. And when you cannot overcome it, you must have people you talk to. Yeah. May I have people I talk to? Who are the people you talk to? Yeah, I talk to this woman. She also talks to me. She comes and tells me that I'm going to blow down the building. <laughs> and then we make. Yeah. So you are either hurt, will be hurt, or have been hurt, I mean, hurt and recovered. Or all the three, all the, or even as you are sitting, you are still hurting. Somebody you are hurt because when you say you couldn't come, what your shepherd said to you, and something like that. Tell neighbor, please grow up, eh? grow up, grow up, grow up. And you will discover after a while that, after a while, you, you toughen up a little. Yeah. You toughen up a little. Yesterday I heard that one of my prized ships, somebody that I want the Lord over 20 something years ago, the person went to smoke weed and was caught. My heart. I said, how could you? How could you? How could you? He was just one step like this from becoming a bishop. Just one step. Just one step. So yesterday when I came to church, I was hit. I was hitting. Are you there? And I texted him. I said, what have you done? What have you done? I don't know what came over me. I said, shut up. Don't give me. You don't know what came over you. But you talk the truth before. Hey. <laughs> If you joke, I'll cry here for you. No, no. At this time, how? At this time. You've worked as a believer. You've worked around so many years, fought so many battles, come through so many things. The day you woke up and said you were going to win souls, where the wind smokers are, your wife told you don't do it. And she called me. I said, hey, your weakness is always your weakness. Don't do it. We'll see winning Chelbia. Look at where you are. 20 something years later. Hey, it's painful or it's not painful? Very painful. Very painful. Then I asked him, when you look at your two beautiful daughters, can you, their father is a wee smoker. What, what, what are you saying? It's very painful though. And some of you, when we have bread over you, prayed over you, talked to you, then you go home and then all your nyansa is bombed out of your head. And we wonder, hey, are you there? But I have to heal. And I have to come and preach here again. If I follow my feelings, I will not come. I will not come because I will say to myself, that look at how we bred over this guy. The guy entered my church as an armed robber. And he came to come and see what he would take. And the Lord just picked him one day and threw him into a corner. And he knew that there's power of God somewhere. That's how he gave his life to Christ. And I told him, today is your last day. You decide you're accepting Christ or you die. Give his life to Christ. That's how he became a believer. His whole family is into crime. The whole family. Yeah. 
<laughs> Look, from the father, his father is a, is a serious 419er. He'll defraud you right now. He doesn't have one sober thought in this world. <laughs> hey! When he became a pastor, his mother came to see me. First she was happy. They said, oh, this boy, he cannot be a pastor. He cannot be a pastor. <laughs> all this, oh. We have gone through all this. I've read your one caster with your own. Hey, ready? Are you here? Yeah. The head there is there. But what are you going to do? Because of that, I will not preach this morning. Because of that, I will not trust again. I will not hope again. Some of you, we smokers, you are here. I will still hope. Even after all the things I've said about report hall weekends, that some of you, you will still go. That's why these days, it is spiritual weapons that I will. De- <laughs> I would deploy spiritual weapons. Ah. You'll be wondering why am I sick all the time? It's because the ministry they've been caning you every night. <laughs> Not demons. <so. laughs> Not demons. I say, Lord, please, please. Send angels to administer a beating. <laughs> Don't let her free of this. Don't let him walk free. If you like, go. <sighs> hey! Mercy. Tell your neighbor it is a war. It's a war. You are going into Satan's camp to go and joke. May you be wounded. That is a natural consequence. Because when you came from your father's house, in your father's house, they were not playing Shatawali, they were not playing Stoneboy. You see, you want to go where they are playing it. Go. Let's continue. So the care is there. Let's continue. Please, I don't know what they build airfields, they build harbors. I don't know what I will say, but I would like to compare it to the things we build in the house of God. The churches that we build. Are you there? The churches that we build, the things that we put up. We need them, or we don't need them. Powerful. Hey! We also need some hospitals, we also need doctors. There is settlement of soldiers after war. Sometimes we need to take you out of where you are. Let's just go to this other side and be cool. Hallelujah. But when all is said and done, we are in a war and we must win the war. I want you to stand to your feet this morning and I want you to pray for a few minutes. Just lift your voice up to the Lord and say, Lord, this war, let me be a good player till the very end. May I be a good player of this war till the very end. Let me not lose my way in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up your voice and pray. I'm coming back. Lift up your voice and pray. Oh, the way you are praying as if you are not Christian. So. Limanaba, Rakapalaba, Dimanaba, Rekepelebe, 
say, Lord, may I never be bummed out by offense. Offense. That's the main door. Some of you, you are already offended. You haven't gone far. Mm. How many pastors or center directors you think that somebody in your center is offended with you? All the hands up. You don't do what you are supposed to do. You can't so now with Pray that it will not bomb you out. Because that's the usual, the most usual weapon. Do you get it? Something happens, then you are offended. Meanwhile, the thing that happened, hey. occasionally it's a mistake, but usually it's something you yourself have done. And it, but it doesn't stop you from being hurt, and it doesn't stop you. How many of you can identify with what I'm saying? Yeah, thank you for your truthfulness. Yeah. So you nodded, but you are still offended. Are you getting it? So you want to just talk to the Lord and say, Lord, may offense never bump me out. You know, let me just heal and overcome it and move on. So lift up your voice, pray for a few more minutes. Oh, lift your voice up and pray. Oh, 
Lift up your two hands today and say, Lord, I receive restoration. I've let go, just let go of every offense, let go of every head. Just say, Lord, I've let it go. And receive comfort from above. That's learn to comfort yourself. Receive that comfort to just comfort you. To just comfort you. You're going to continue. You are not going to go down because of one offense. Oh, yeah. We may cry, but we'll wipe our eyes. We'll not be bummed out. Father, let no one here be bummed out because of offense. Help us to, be, to last a long time. And if we have created an offense, forgive us, Lord. Help us, O Lord, to be warriors who are ready for the war. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, and all the saints shall say, Amen.